During the last few years, we've ventured into a lot of different fields. And we've had the opportunity to meet and work with a lot of wonderful people. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Walt Daily. This is episode 63. And for those that don't know us by now, we're a Disney couple. One of us is a Disney fanatic. One of us is Disney challenged. But somehow we've made a way to make this relationship work. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. My, uh, I'm a little rusty on my on my headlines. I mean, my headlines. You are rusty on your <laughs> headlines. What <laughs> headlines intro. do you even have? <laughs> well, I guess that's a good segue to just jump in headlines. Okay. Fine, we could do that. <laughs> All right. So, first headline, Disney has officially announced the ending of Illuminations, which is sad for me. So, Illuminations is, the, of course, the nighttime spectacular at Epcot. It's been there for decades now. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of people say, well, it's time. But I say, oh, why do away with something so perfect? <laughs> But the last showing is going to be in fall of 2019, so you still have some time to go ahead and get your get your kicks in, your views in while you can. Yeah. Um, and they're going to be replacing it with a new nighttime spectacular that's going to premiere in 2020. But you might ask yourself, if, if Illumination is ending in fall of 2019, what's going to happen in that placeholder? I'm so glad you asked. Well... It's going to be a show called Epcot Forever, which is going to feature classic Epcot music, hmm. is what they say. Seems uh, like a twist on Wakanda Forever. Oh, interesting. I didn't even <laughs> think about it like that. I didn't yeah. even think about it like that. Well, the new Nighttime Spectacular that does come in 2020 is also going to be a celebration of Disney music and how it inspires people from mm-hmm. around the world. You have to do this when you say Epcot Forever. <laughs> he just did the Wakanda Forever salute. Sign. Is that the salute? Greeting. Okay. Ah, gang greeting. sign. Who knows? Oh, gosh. They're not a gang. Okay. Next headline. Attraction announcements. So there's been a ton of attraction announcements. The first one is the Ratatouille ride that's going to be opening in the Epcot France Pavilion in 2021 is going to be called Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Which makes me wonder, because Ratatouille is a food, so is it going to be like an adventure in food, or is it just going to be a billing of the movie? Because people may not know who Remy is? I don't know. (laughs) That's a solid, solid concern. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. And then the two attractions that are going to be in the new Star Wars area um, in Hollywood Studios have been announced. They are called Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, where you're literally going to be one of the pilots in the Millennium Falcon. So it reminds me of Mission Space where, you know, you're either navigator, engineer, pilot, Mm -hmm. you know, you have those types of options. So I'm wondering if it's going to be kind of a similar situation there. The other attraction is going to be called Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, where you'll face off with Kylo Ren. Okay. 
So. I don't know who that is, but it's cool. <laughs> the bad guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so those are also going to open in 2019 when Star Wars opens. So very, very cool. And then another attraction announcement in Epcot. And this one is also bittersweet for me. Oh, Canada. The three, the Circle Vision three, 360 video that stars one of my favorite comedians, Martin Short mm-hmm. or Frank, if, if you've seen Father of the Bride. Go on. Okay. It's going to be, they're filming a new version of it. Mm. So all of the fun vintage hockey footage that you see in the film, it's going to be replaced probably with something else. There's Aww. probably going to be hockey though, because it's Canada. That makes sense. But they're going to have a new film. It'll be fine. Okay. Out with the old, in with the new. You're right. And the final headline that I have today is, well, in addition to the bevy of new resorts that Disney is building, there's another new resort that's going to be happening, and it's going to be a vacation club resort. And it's going to be how they call inspired by nature. So they, they announced that the name is going to be Reflections, a Disney lakeside resort. With 900 rooms, they are building it where River Country, which is a now closed water park. I mean, it closed a long, long time ago. Like in the 2000s, in the early 2000s. It, that's where they're going to build it. Okay. The phone just vibrated. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Anyways, those are all the headlines I have, and we kind of sped through them, but that's okay because I'm so, so, so excited for today's episode. We did not speed through them. No? You <laughs> felt like it was really long? Like, I felt like with each passing episode, Richie's just like, uh, oh, headlines, Disney news. Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to talk about today? So today, we're going to be talking about things that only Disney people will appreciate. And I'm going to say appreciate in kind of a loose way because I want to say like appreciate, but also maybe know the secret about. Okay. So let's get into it. The first thing that only Disney people can appreciate is the smell of the lobby of the Polynesian Village Resort. Okay. Why is that? Okay. A lot of it has to do with the nostalgia of being in that resort because you know how smell is one of the strongest memories that you can create. Mm -hmm. So for some reason, that particular, maybe they are piping in the smell, that particular resort lobby has always kind of smelled of of vintage must, humidity. Uh, They used to have- Yeah, but everybody can experience that. That's not just something unique. Like everyone that goes to Disney. Mm -hmm. I'm confused because- you, I thought the episode was going to be things that like Disney fanatics only like they would know versus like anyone that walks into that lobby can get experience that smell. Well, do you know what the word appreciate means? So maybe it's not like exclusive, but like maybe only something that you would care about. Like okay. if you walk into the Polynesian Resort, you're not going to care how it smells. Yeah. You're just going to be like walk in, just breathe in the air, breathe out the air, and it's going to be like nothing. Okay. So... I was confused about the whole like topic because I thought that it was only going to be Disney people that were going to um, like it was. I thought it was only going to be things that D- Disney fanatics could like know and appreciate versus anyone just kind of walking into the well, I feel like, like walking it, into Disney. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. You're right. Okay. Because, like I said, if you go into the Polynesian Resort, you're not going to notice necessarily a smell because you're not aware, like, with connected memories of maybe being there, of the smell. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Does that clear up the confusion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so continue on. Okay. And as I said before, so it's going to be kind of a hybrid because it's appreciate, but also maybe the other casual guests don't know the secret to best experience a particular thing. Yeah. See, that's more like what I understood as the... It's a little bit of both. Okay. Like, which is the beauty of Disney because you don't have to be a super fan or a pass holder to go in and smell the air of the Polynesian Resort. Yeah. You could just be you. That's true. Which I'm excited about. For okay. you. Because they would not let you in if that was the case. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So let's get back to the topic. Yeah. So... At least with the smell of the Polynesian Resort lobby, there used to be a large water feature in the center of the lobby that they've since taken out. And Disney water tends to have that classic uh, chemical, light chemical smell. And I think that probably had a lot to do with the initial memories that a lot of people created. So it was like the, I think that I heard they use bromine instead of chlorine. Anyways, to, to filter the water, to clean the water but also a combination of the greenery, the humidity in the air. It's just something about the smell. And it's really, really popular. Mm -hmm. They've made, there's candle scents that, that have been made out of the Polynesian village, like trying to re replicate the smell of the lobby, which is something that I would love for us to bring to our home. Okay. If you don't mind. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> I can never tell if he's serious or not because he's just like, okay, you weirdo. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next thing that I feel like only a Disney person would appreciate is the trash cans. Okay. On multiple levels. The trash cans being so accessible in the park help keep the park super clean. Walt always wanted for trash cans to be no more than 30 steps away from a guest so that they would feel inclined to, to throw their yeah. trash away. And even so, the trash cans are super polite. Most of them say thank you on them. <laughs> mm. But in addition to that, the trash cans are always themed to the area that they're in. That's true. I've so, yeah, and you, you've seen that. So mm. no matter what the area that they're in, whatever land, if it's a hotel... It doesn't matter. They're going to be specifically themed with either a logo or a design that's going to be blending in seamlessly with the area. And they even have like Instagrams for trash cans too, which is pretty cool. Yes. And another thing about just how much they really are appreciated by Disney fans is the merchandise that goes into trash cans. There's pins. We have a highlighter set of Disney trash cans. Mm. That's true. Yes. So, and I think it was actually Richie's idea to buy them. Yeah, why don't you have it on the table here? You're right. Sorry, that was a misstep. <sighs> and I knew this was on the list because I wrote the list. Yeah. <laughs> um, tell me what you think about trash cans because we've talked about this subject before just personally, like you and between you and I. About? The, the Disney trash cans. The Disney trash cans? Um, what are your thoughts on, on trash cans in general? Well, I hate like... Like, I remember when we were visiting Japan, let's say, how there was, like, ne no trash cans anywhere in terms of, like, just the regular street walking. Yeah. So I don't like that at all. Like, in regular so I, city life. I appreciate that there's a bunch of garbage cans available. 
from Walt. Yes. Do you think that encur- it encourages people to create more waste? I don't know. I'm just thinking off the create top of my head. Create more waste? Yeah. No. No? Okay. I don't think that has an effect on consumers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking. <laughs> okay. All right. Next thing that really, this one's not necessarily a Disney, only a Disney person can appreciate. This is more of like, here's the Disney insider secret that maybe only people in the know will know about. Riding the Jungle Cruise at night. Okay. It adds a whole new level to the immersiveness and the the disbelief that you or the belief that you're not in a theme park on this ride. And Richie, you've ridden the Jungle Cruise at night. What are your thoughts about riding it in the night versus the day? Uh, well, it's definitely. I wonder if the I don't know if the jokes change at night. I wonder if that's like. Do the jokes change at night? I think a lot of them are pretty similar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I never did the Christmas one, so that might have been cool at night. Oh, but speaking of which, Jingle Cruise is happening right now in Magic Kingdom. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. The, I think they're. it's a little bit more immersive probably at night. Yeah, exactly. It's all I can really think of in terms of the differences, if the jokes are the same. but i mean really what's you know what's an attraction in within a themed land supposed to do any more than just immerse you in the story yeah well it's because you can't you can't see stuff like unless they (laughs) point the light at you you literally can't see Mm -hmm. because it's so dark there's no other lights except for the light that the boat has and like maybe where some of the attractions are yeah i mean it's to have the murky water the 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 foliage just in, encasing you and it's so dark and you can't you know you can't see the Swiss Family Treehouse which is fairly adjacent to the Jungle Cruise you can't see it it's just you're there on the Nile in denial about being on the Jungle Cruise I don't know I don't know but it's I think it's one of those things that if you haven't ridden the Jungle Cruise at night you really haven't experienced the attraction to its fullest capability yeah I think. If you go to a park, you should probably ride it in the morning, like right when you get there, and then ride it again at night. <laughs> yes. Because you probably might get two different jokes, and then you'll have two different two different sets of jokes, maybe, because it's different, like, skipper. What are they called? Skippers. Skipper. Yes, that's right. And, um, you know, then you have the two experiences of it being in the daytime and then in the nighttime. Yeah, exactly. So it's definitely one of those, like, insider secrets that mm-hmm. I think that everybody should experience. Yeah, because I guess, you know, it is an outside attraction. So if you compare it to all the other inside attractions, the inside attractions always stay the same, usually. Mm-hmm. It's inside. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They control the lighting. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> all right. The next thing is also kind of one of those Disney insider secrets that you might not know about if you're just the casual guest trying to do the go, you know, ham on the theme parks and all that. Mm-hmm is the electrical water pageant, which I don't know if you've actually seen it. No idea what this is. So the electrical water pageant is, their floats, kind of like a parade, um, that has illuminated sea creatures that are are, um, going in in a parade, I already said parade, going in a parade style along Bay Lake. So it's like literally on the water that this parade is happening. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Oh, you have? Okay. When we were with your brother for... Or something 
So it's not like a parade where there's performers and things like yeah, that. It's just like boats going by with lights. Yes. What is it called? It's the electrical water pageant. Okay. Here's the. Weren't they going doing away with that or something? Or no? No. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh, I hope not. Are they? What do you know? know? I don't know anything really. Okay. I get, I get confused rumors. with all this stuff that gets like taken off and like put back on. Well, if you're asking if the electrical water pageant is a classic, you're right. Okay. If that's what you're. It looks really outdated. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, I would assume it's a classic because it does not look gr- the greatest. Fun fact: 1971, when Magic Kingdom or when the whole Disney World Resort opened. That's when the electrical water pageant premiered. Okay. And they need to update. I mean, that's an easy update. It's not <laughs> like it's a structure in a building. They do update it every now and then. They change out the the floats, mm. but they keep it in the same style because it's a classic style. It it actually inspired. So it predates the Disney electrical parade, which is a parade that we've seen in Magic Kingdom. But it's also the parade that they had in Tokyo Disneyland when we were there. Mm-hmm. So they had their own version of the electrical parade. So this parade, this electrical water pageant is what inspired the electrical parade that we see in the parks. Okay. So I think that's pretty cool. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. It's fascinating. Okay. My last thing, and this is not an all-encompassing list because <laughs> obviously there's we so have much. to go to sleep at some point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, I guess. Yeah. My last thing is back to one of those things that I really only think that Disney people can appreciate. And it kind of goes along with the headlines, specifically O Canada, the Epcot films. I feel like you really have to be a Disney person to really appreciate the Epcot films, especially some of the vintage ones. And I say vintage with love and care. So maybe the, some of the ones that maybe you would say need a little bit of updating. Mm-hmm. I love to go to them and be like, yes. Where are these films? In World Showcase at Epcot. So, Impressions de France, O Canada. Also, like on other countries, the, the shows that they play. Exactly. That you're talking about? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Didn't you already talk about one of the shows that they play? Well, because that was a headline that they were redoing it. Oh, oh okay. And I made this list before okay, that headline gotcha, came gotcha. out. Okay. No, okay. <laughs> I was confused for a second. Didn't you already say this? Yeah. I did, kind of. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> to answer your question. <laughs> And I think that it's, especially in the Impressions de France um, film, it's such a very classic, beautiful music, but some of the, at least you can see in some of the style of the the people Mm -hmm. that are being filmed in the movie, that it's kind of old school, I guess. So can you list them all? Uh, Let me think. Okay. I can. Some of them, some of them are more updated than others. Let's see. What are the names of them? Okay. Impressions de France. O Canada, Reflections of China, uh, The American Adventure, which is kind of, it's more of like a play, like an onstage play than just a movie. Um, Let me see. There used to be a Norway one, but it's not there anymore. What am I missing? You failed. I'm missing something. (laughs) Am I missing something? Anyways. It's not the point. It's not the point. My knowledge is not the point. <laughs> it's about my principles. <laughs> um, but anyways, the, kind of off topic, but I think that when a regular person goes to a theme park, they want rides, they want food. If it's not like 
go, go, go. I feel like it's not going to be something that they maybe is go- are going to stop and, and really like mm-hmm. take in. What do you think of the films in World Showcase? Because I've made Richie sit through all, like all of them. Like yeah. I don't, th- I don't think there's one that you haven't seen. Yeah, the problem is I, I go to sleep usually. I usually take that as nap time. Yeah, and that's partly my fault because we tend to leave like at, at like four in the morning to drive up. Yeah, so, so you I sit get me in it. a dark room in a seat. I'm just gonna go straight to sleep. Really. <laughs> so I don't really have a lot of thoughts on them, honestly. No. Mm. Okay. Well, this is <laughs> great. <laughs> this is some great commentary. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> I will say though, it's funny because you mentioned. So I um, I took an Uber recently, and you know, some I told some guy I was from Miami, and he's like. Oh, I go to Miami. We went there because we went to Disney or something, you know, because I guess they drove or whatever. Yeah, so Disney's the main attraction, not Miami. <laughs> yeah, but um, but it's funny. Well, you, you're about to get wrecked in a second here, though. But So he, he was saying, like, yeah, but I'm probably not going to be doing that much more. <laughs> and he's like, man, but Universal, because oh, his thing no. was, like, he's like, that was, that was a theme park. Because, like, in his mind, you know, it's, like, all the, you know, extreme rides and, like, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. It's, like, it's different from Disney. Yeah. So like, but that just wasn't his, his vibe. So yeah, well, it's not for everyone, which is why we're have this list in, in so many ways. I don't, I don't feel wrecked. In fact, (laughs) in fact, and I think that if you're listening to this, I think you would agree with me on this. He can go to universal because the parks are crowded. He can go. Yeah. (laughs) Which, um, I wonder if at some point, I don't know what I was seeing recently, but like they were just talking about, you know, raising prices. I don't know where I heard this. I don't know if we were talking about it, about how like they, they like need to raise prices to like control crowd levels. Oh, well, I mean, that's just economics, really. But now what they're doing is during premium times, like a, a, the cost of a one day ticket isn't the same all year round. Mm-hmm. It's not the same for every park. Like yeah. it's. And I feel like that's in part because they are trying to control crowd does levels. It, does it ever get sold out? Yeah, it does. It reaches really? capacity. So okay. if if it reaches capacity, they close off entry. But once people leave, they will reopen. Mm, okay, that's really interesting. Yeah, I think... It would suck if you get there and sold out. Yeah, we're sold out. What? <laughs> You're what? Well, hopefully, you know... <laughs> I came from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, if you are in... If you're planning, if you if you come from Canada, you've probably been planning for a while. So hopefully you've planned to be like, oh wow, it looks like it's going to be a little bit crowded. So, yeah, yeah that you want to go early. the The key is to go early during busy times, especially now during the holidays. Not so much in the early, like late November, early December, like early early December. But once you start hitting like a few weeks before Christmas, t- two weeks before Christmas, ooh wee. Yeah, it is packed, yeah. and it definitely reaches capacity. Like especially during the holidays, mm. Mother's Day is a particular holiday that it reaches capacity like often, which is interesting. You should have a list of days of like days to avoid. Days to avoid because of potential <laughs> reaching capacity. Is there like a history list of that? Like these have been the days that we've reached capacity. Um, I don't think it's officially listed by Disney necessarily, but mm. definitely unofficial fan sites. That would be a cool thing to have. Yeah. Well, I can tell Look you probably trends. probably Christmas, maybe Thanksgiving, New Year's, New Year's Eve. Yeah. New Year's Eve is Did actually, they do special fireworks and no, things. I was about to ask. That's yeah, cool. They do. I literally was about to ask that. Oh, we have to do it. That's on my bucket list. We should do that. We should do New York City. For what? New, New York Year's City? New Year's Eve. No. 
Okay. That's crazy. Well, can we do Disney at least? Yeah, I'd much rather do Disney than New York. Okay, okay. Have you seen Podcast that? Podcast official. TV? Richie said he was going to take me for New Year's Eve. I would choose that any day over going to New York for, for New that Year's. craziness. Yeah, have you seen it on TV? It's yeah, it's very busy. Why would I want to do I that? I think you have to camp out to be in Times Square. It's just not interested in that. Yeah. Okay. Well, on a personal note, I've decided not to call Richie my fiance anymore, but instead my pre husband. <laughs> so stupid. So, <laughs> and back to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, those are just some of my things that I think that either a Disney person only would appreciate or maybe they only know the insider's secrets of. Of course, this cannot go on all night, but I know that everybody out there has their own personal things that they think only a Disney person would appreciate, or maybe they think that the only they would appreciate. Please let us know. We would love to hear it. Mm-hmm. Richie? Yes. Let us know. And, uh, and subscribe if you haven't yet to the podcast. <laughs> Have you guys heard the flash briefings? They're amazing. Do you listen to them? I don't listen to them, but I've heard a lot of people have been liking them. I listen to them when you make them because I'm, I'm just here, like just listening. But um, I hope everyone's been enjoying them. She works really hard on them. So um, if you could leave a rating and subscribe, that'd be great. Yeah. And as always, you can find us on your favorite social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, yes. YouTube. All of it. Twitter. Twitter. Yes. All of the. All Except of Snapchat. We haven't done Snapchat. Oh, gosh. It's so much work. But I've heard it's on. It's like the numbers are... They're still extremely high where millions of people are using them, but starting to go towards Instagram. Okay, well, perfect. I love Instagram. Yes. <laughs> anyway. And as always, we thank you guys so much for taking your time out of your day to listen. And we hope this brought a little bit of magic to your day. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye.